0: Today is March the 10th, and today we hear of an offense that began a civil war in Israel. What was the offense? Let's find out together as we study Judges chapter 19. So in Judges chapter 19, again, the first verse starts, Now in those days, Israel had no king. Third time now that this is mentioned. Chapter 17, chapter 18, now chapter 19. There was no one to lead Israel, no king and no judge. There was a man from the tribe of Levi, living in a remote area of the hill country of Ephraim. One day, he brought home a woman from Bethlehem in Judah to be his concubine. But she became angry with him and returned to her father's house in Bethlehem. Now, we don't know why. It was fairly common for men to have not only wives, but concubines at this time. So that shouldn't surprise us. But for whatever reason, she became angry with him and she went home to daddy. He goes and he looks for her. He takes four months to do it. But he finally decides, I like the concubine, I'm gonna go and try to get her back. So he goes to Bethlehem. Uh, Her father receives him well. Apparently they make amends and um, The Levite begins to leave. Her daddy says, uh, stay another day, and prepares a feast. He does. Next day, he gets up early, begins to leave. Daddy says, stay another day, prepares a feast, and he does. The third day, he begins to leave again. Daddy says, stay another day, prepares a feast, and he stays for the feast. But at the end of the day, he says, no, we need to leave. If I stay another day, you're going to make me do this again tomorrow. So they leave late in the day, and they are only able to make it part of the way home. They arrive in Benjamite territory at the city of Gibeah. We pick it up in verse 16. That evening an old man came home from his work in the fields, He was from the hill country of Ephraim, too, just like the Levite. But he was living in Gibeah, where the people were from the tribe of Benjamin. When he saw the travelers sitting in the town square, he asked them where they were from, where they were going. We've been in Bethlehem in Judah, the man replied. We're on our way to a remote area in the hill country of Ephraim, which is my home. The man thinks, hey, uh, uh, a fellow Ephraimite. I traveled to Bethlehem now I'm returning home but no one has taken us in for the night even though we have everything we need we have straw and feed for our donkeys plenty of bread and wine for ourselves oh you're welcome to stay with me the man said i'll give you anything that you might need but whatever you do don't spend the night in the town square kind of an ominous warning The man goes home with him, and in verse 22, while they were enjoying themselves, a crowd of troublemakers from the town surrounded the house. They began beating at the door and shouting to the old man, bring out the man who's staying with you so we can have sex with him. The old man stepped outside to talk to them. No, my brothers, don't do such an evil thing. This man is a guest in my house. Such a thing would be shameful here. Take my virgin daughter and take this man's concubine. I'll bring them out to you. You can abuse them and do whatever you like, but don't do such a shameful thing to this man. Oh my goodness. Verse 25. They wouldn't listen to him, so the Levite took hold of his concubine and pushed her out. The door. Now we know some of why the concubine left in the first place, don't we? He was not apparently all that loyal to his concubine. The men of the town abused her all night, taking turns raping her until morning. Finally, at dawn, they let her go. She crawls back to the house and collapses outside the house, dead from the physical abuse that she had suffered during the night. This is an over-the-top offense. What a horrible thing. The author of the book of Judges wants us to see just how far down the rabbit hole Israel has gone. They have hit the bottom, certainly. We pick it up again in verse 27. When her husband opened the door to leave, there lay his concubine with her hands on the threshold. He said, get up, let's go. There was no answer. So he took her body. Put her body on his donkey. He took her home. When he got home, He took a knife and he cut his concubine's body into 12 pieces. Then he sent one piece to each tribe throughout all the territory of Israel. Everyone who saw it said such a horrible crime has not been committed in all the time since Israel left Egypt. Think about it. What are we going to do? Who's going to speak up? Yeah, now we know why the concubine left. The offense was over the top. The response was over the top. We see anger expressed by Israel against an entire tribe for the sin of a few of the tribe. In the next chapter, we'll find out what happens. The man sends word to all of the tribes of Israel in a very brutal way. Things are not good in Israel. That's what the author of the book of Judges wants us to realize. No king, no judge. False gods. And now we see horrible, human rights abuses. What about us? When we're presented with an offense, do we go over the top? Offenses against us can range from small to great offenses. When we respond to them, we do have a choice of how we respond. The man with the concubine responded in a fashion that encouraged Israel to go to war against a tribe of Israel. He sent out a call in a brutal manner. When we take an offense, I want to encourage you to keep calm. Respond as you believe the Lord would have you respond. We need to respond firmly, but we don't need to go over the top. I encourage you to click like or follow on whatever platform you listen to this devotion on. If you have a question for us, email us at questions at hope. Com. Tomorrow, we'll hear about the civil war in Israel.